That one freaking hurts, man. It hurts. So they lose game one against Duke, 63-57. They lose tonight, 62-57. Seven ties, 11 lead changes. This is the thing. UNC is the worst three-point shooting team in the ACC. Where'd they go tonight? Five for 23. And Caleb Love, I love the fearlessness. Guy's not afraid of every anything. Anything at all. But dude, sometimes you just have to say, you know, don't take the shot. I mean, and baseballing 99, how you doing? Anything you want to talk about, you bring it up. But right now, we're talking about UNC. And someone put up a thing saying Leaky Black at the end, having the ball and being stuck in a corner and making R.J. Davis chuck one up. And I'll tell you, Caleb Love was putting shots up that were rimming out, but there were a lot of shots he was taking that he shouldn't have been taking. He was taking, and I'll tell you, I mean, they shoot, UNC shoots for the game. They shoot, crap, what do they shoot? 17 to 56, 30%. Five for 23 from three, that's 22%. Free throws, hey. They got it done. But this is the thing. Nance, three points. They had back-to-back three-pointers in the second half. That was his only basket of the goddamn game. Dude, I, Nance, after playing, you know, the God, I'm tired of hearing about the goddamn lemon lemon uh, Oreos. Make some fucking shots, dude. Be aggressive. There was no aggressiveness in him today. He didn't go to the hoop. He was out in the perimeter. I'm like, dude, make plays. Be aggressive. You're such you're a big dude. You're a big guy. Where was that guy from two days ago? Where were you? I mean, come on, man. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball question. What team do you think is going to be the best this year? Best team this year. Who do I think is going to be the best this year? Well, that's a good question because Dodgers were the best team last season. I'm going to go with San Diego Padres, dude. I think the Padres, they got everybody there. Soto. And if you get Fernando Tatis playing well, you know, you, 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 got, you got your third baseman who's I'm blanking on right now. You got third baseman, you got Tatis, you got uh, Bogertz, you have uh, Juan Soto, you got Darvish signed up. I think San Diego's primed to have a very good season. I do. I think they're all signed up. I think they're hungry. They're pissed off how last season ended. I think it's going to be an interesting baseball season. So San Diego, that's my team this year. But, man, that game today, dude. Yeah, Baycott, hey, who has been practicing? Are you talking about Tatis? Dude, it's, 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 it's spring training. So I don't understand what you're asking me. Come on. Come on. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. I need faster. I need faster input. What does it matter if he's not practicing? It's, it's spring training. You know, he's, he's, he's rehabilitating and everything. You got Machado. You got Soto. You got Bogertz. Tatis will come around. Oh, and he can't even play the first. I think he's out the first 20 games. He's suspended. He can't even he can't play for a while. So they won't have him for 20 games. It didn't seem like they missed him last year. They uh, almost made the World Series. So I'm sticking by my guns. San Diego, my buddy Jason will be very excited on that front. But yeah, love, man. Yeah, I, I looked up. So I, I wrote the stats down after the game. Yeah, Jeremy Lo- Roach had that layup. And then they couldn't, they couldn't, and then Leaky Black thought he got, thought, got, got, got called for a foul, and then he put one up, and it just rimmed in and out. It was like, wasn't even happening, man. They're 19 and 12, 11 and 9. Their first four out, as is Michigan, looks like NIT bound. Duke gets a double by. Filipowski, who's only a freshman, damn, hits, hits some threes. What do you have? 22, 13 rebounds. Shit, oh, that, game, that game pisses me off, dude. I mean, not bad, and it was rocking first half, but you know what? This is a team this year with UNC you never felt 
they were turning the corner. You never thought that this was the team. They, they just never really did it this year. I mean, they only had one quad one win this whole season. They beat UVA. And UVA, was going to dr- there was a chance they could drop out of the with their net ranking, but they won today over Louisville. So that could drop to a quad two. And that's, that's what they said. They don't have any significant wins. They basically have to go on a run in the ACC, which is wide open. So we'll see what happens. But damn, you know, I mean, Nance, come on. One, one freaking basket? One basket, Nance? Are you fucking kidding me? One goddamn basket? Leaky Black, 153 games, UNC school record. Yeah, okay, but that, that's great. Yeah, And Duke is a big... Th- they were up 743-36, biggest lead, and UNC brought it back. And then UNC had their first lead since early in the first half. R.J. Davis played his ass off. I don't even... Bleaky Black did not sit out the whole game. And maybe sometimes they, you don't put the ball in Leaky Black's hands. He's not a ball handler. He's a defender and a rebounder. He shouldn't have had the ball at the end of the game. Leaky Black, 3 for 16, 1 for 7 from 3. 9.8 rebounds. R.J. Davis had 17 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Love, 11 points, 3 for 12, over 6 from 3. I mean, he just takes, and he, and he was rushing shots. They get down, bam, he's putting up, bam, he's putting up. And I'm like, dude, it's been like that all season. He just, he's never really, listen, in the last year in the tournament, he, 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 there was times I was, you know, you're always with him. You live or die with him. And that's how you have to play with him. Love the, he is never afraid of shooting the ball, but the shooting hasn't, and it's actually gotten worse, I think this year. And you went, you obviously has no depth because he put, keeps these guys in Davis the whole game. And now you go from runner up to, you know, fighting for their postseason to make the postseason runner. They had to have that win today. They didn't get it. And you know, Hey, NIT. So let's hope they go far in the NIT or, you know, hey, listen, I'm not going to say anything, but if they do, then Michigan and, and, and UNC could be playing at MSG. But you know what's going to happen? UNC will lose the first game at home in the NIT, and that'll be all over. So Hal sent me something. This is from a guy named, I want to make sure I can, Dan Zimborski, senior writer for Fangraphs and an ESPN contributor. He had AI create motto for every MLB team. So I put up IG Instagram Live, and for Houston, it came up as the the the, the, the slogan that came up was "Good luck, fuckers," which did not come across. It's kind of at the bottom. For the Red Sox, beauty is in the eye of the beer holder. For the Mets, this ain't Broadway anymore. I don't really get that. I, yeah, it's not. It should be, but I would think it is Broadway because that means they're winning. Yankees playing the hipster bats. I don't know what that means. I, I don't get that one. A's hitting is for suckers, which they suck, so that makes sense. San Diego, welcome to hell and like it because they're going to be so goddamn good. And Dodgers let the great unwashed wallow in its squalor. So they were funny. So I thought that was kind of funny. And, uh, you know, there was a bunch. I could read them all off, but Hal sent me that. Hal also sent me uh, three for Cocaine Bear, and it was a picture of Tyson, Strawberry, and Gooden. I was like, oof. Yeah, I remember reading about Gooden that uh, the first time he did it, he knew, you know, like it was kind of like uh, Robo, uh, Todd Marinovich. First time he did drugs, his friends saw the look in his face. Same thing with same thing with Gooden. He was fucked the minute he did it. And I still remember the Super Bowl, Giants, 87, 86 team, 87 at the Rose Bowl. You saw Gooden and Strawberry there. They were fucked up. They were glassy eyed. They were they were they were they were loaded, loaded loaded and that tyson which i didn't know how how the one-man show he did he talked about all the cocaine he did well i guess everybody did you know him and rick james 
And uh, I saw that and I was like, yeah, but that was, you know, everybody's got a cocaine bear. There's one with Fozzie the bear. I mean, they've put up a lot of stuff. Harris and I were going to see it tonight, but Michigan and I are going to see tomorrow Creed 3 in IMAX. And I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Carol today. She was listening to the podcast. She said, go heels. I said, thank you. And, uh, you know, we were just talking. I said, that's all because of you. All this is because of you, Carol, all of this. So I guess baseball, baseballing 99 has left the building and uh, love to keep chatting about baseball, but I need more stuff. But I appreciate you coming and asking some questions. Now, John Morant, he's going to sit up at least the next two games. No matter what you think, whatever you feel, but social media doesn't mean you have to post everything. There are times where you can just be yourself, be out, and not think you're Nino Brown or... I, I don't know who else am I thinking of or anybody or the Godfather or thinking you're like this, you're a basketball player and he's, he's rapping to a rap song in a strip club. They allegedly somewhere it was either, well, they just played in Denver. They're going to go play in LA. He's rapping and it looks like it allegedly looks like a handgun in his hands as he's rapping. And I'm thinking, dude, you know, social media was invented because people are just so fucking stupid. And John Moran, people look up to you. Kids look up to you. They look, and this is the this is what you want to portray, dude. You are you're gonna you're gonna sign one of the biggest contracts ever. You're gonna be a future future Hall of Famer. Hopefully, get the Grizz a championship, which would make my cousin ecstatic, which would make him like you know, he he would be he would be you know I mean he's. My cousins grew up in Memphis, and my cousin's been going to games since forever. And I think he would love to have a championship team. You know, he'd love to have a championship team. But you out at a strip club and thinking middle of the night, you know what? I'm going to go live. I'm good, which is fine. You know, and 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 I would love to hear Evan, but Evan's in LA right now about this. Cool, you're out strip. I don't give a shit about the strip club. But you really need to have, you can be dancing around, but you feel like you have to show off more that I'm, I'm a tough guy or whatever. I have to have a gun and everything and I'm rapping and all that shit and expect nothing to come of it. Now, someone posted something that back in, I read this, that back in 2021, yes, new law, July 1st, 2021, Tennessee law will permit large majority of citizens to carry a lock, a loaded handgun on their person openly or concealed without having to possess permit. New law doesn't affect carrying rifles or shotguns, only handguns. The problem was he wasn't in Tennessee, allegedly. I would think he was going on to LA, but it doesn't make it any better. He said that uh, takes full responsibility for his actions, going to take some time away to get help, dealing with stress and his well-being. I don't know what that means. He didn't seem like he was stressed or his well-being was being affected at all when he was posting that video. And it's always after the fact, my bad. Dude, it isn't your bad. It's You're an adult. You can think. But you know what? I, I just was on IG. Some guy's posting a guy I followed. I don't know why I was. You know, sometimes you follow people. And he's like grinding against a woman. And, th- and I'm like, dude, I don't need to see that. I don't care about that. And that's what you feel like. You know what? I need to go live and I need to post this where I'm, I'm dancing with a girl. In, in, and, and that's what's going to get people to. And that's the world today. Like posting stupid fucking shit. And John Morant, 
You're a, you're a professional athlete. You get paid a shitload of money. There are sponsors and everything. You are the face of the Memphis Grizzlies. You're one of the young faces of the NBA. And you decide, you know what? I'm going to strip club. I'm going to go live. And then, you know, okay, that's all. But now I'm going to take my gun out because I got to show I'm such a fucking tough motherfucker. But who, who are you proving to? What are, you, what, are you, what are you trying to represent there? I don't get it. I want to get it, but I don't get it. Because, you know, I know it's not my world. I'm just a white Jewish kid from the suburbs of New Jersey. But I just don't get what people post live and decide, that's what I'm going to go live doing. That I'm, me, me, me with a gun, and nothing's going to come from it. And I'm, I'm going to just walk away. You know, he's been having a lot of problems, allegedly having the fight with that 17-year-old kid at his house where he punched the kid. He said it was in, what, 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 you're, you're an NBA star. You have to retaliate against a 17-year-old kid who's coming to play basketball at your house. He's looking up to you. Uh, you know, with the thing with the Indiana Pacers, they they said it looked allegedly looked like a gun, but there was a laser pointer like into their car with his the guys, you know, his his friends or whatever his 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 uh, entourage, whatever his security team, whatever. Uh, getting to the fight recently, his mom at a at a uh, mall in Memphis. They she called him. There was having problems, so he comes down and it's like, and dude, what do you have to what do you have to do there? You can just, you know, I mean. Your mom calls, you have to go down there, and you, what are you going to do? You're going to shoot the place up? What are you going to do? You're going to beat the shit out of everybody? I mean, well, that, but that's the world we do now. You know what I mean? We're all like, we're ready to fight. We're ready to fight. You know, listen, in the city, whenever a bike comes and cuts me off, I do. I want to punch him. So I understand that. I understand that people are just, since the pandemic, everybody's gone, gone a little loco. We were stuck inside for too long, and something snapped. But I can say that what didn't snap is that the same thing with social media is that fucking morons post nonstop dumb fucking shit. And you're posting, you're at a strip club, and then I have to post. Like I remember Paul Pierce, who was working for ESPN, and he's posting live from him at a strip club, getting dances with lap dances. You work for ESPN. Dude, you don't need to post that. You know, and he, he said, I, oh, I didn't want the job anyway. You know, people would kill for that job. We're killed to be in the situation you're in, and that was the thing you did, and you thought that was like, so you were trying to get out of the job. That's how you, There's other ways to get out of a job, but that's what I have. And the people just post dumb, dumb shit. Listen, I do the show. I know I sh- people say you got to post like 10, 15 times a day. You, you can't post 10, 15 times a day. You just can't. I mean, you know, you have a life. <laughs> you, you know, you just, but uh, yeah, I, I was really pissed off about this. I was, I was furious. So John Morant, get your shit together, and uh, you know, be smarter, be better, just think, use that, you know, use your brain, you know, you're going to be around for a long time playing this game, and, you know, there's no need for this, kids look up to you, they respect you and everything, stupid shit, so the Rangers lost 4-2 to the Bruins, 10 in, 10 in a row, and the Bruins, listen to this, 32 wins, zero losses, three ties when scoring first in a game, only team in the NHL without a loss. They're also 27-0-1 leading after the first. Now I'm sorry, now they're 33-0-3. Three ties, I guess, when scoring in the scoring first. And now 28-0-1 when leading after the first. Only NHL team. They're 49-8-5. They are 15, I'm sorry, they're 14 wins and 30 points from passing the record. 103 points. Uh, they need another uh, 64, I guess 63 is the record, 64 wins. Unbelievable. 21 games left. I'm sorry, 20 games left. Or going into today, I got to check that out. Right now, okay, wait, they've played 57, 62. Yeah, they got 20 left. So 20 left. 10 home and 10 away. 
Five back-to-backs, 15 against teams over 500, and eight, eight first division opponents. But this is the problem. Who gives a shit about any of that stuff? Because if you break all the records, like the, what did, what did the, the Warriors, you know, you break all the records, set a record for most wins in the regular season, get the most points, and don't win the cup, no one gives a shit. No one. So forget about this. The eye on the prize is the final prize. It's not about regular season and the greatest regular season ever because, you know, the Pats went 16-0 regular season, went all the way to the end, 18-0. You know what they finished the season? 18-1. 18-1. It just doesn't ring as true and as beautiful as 19-0. But, hey, they're playing great hockey right now. Rangers, uh, Lafreniere had both goals 12th and 13th, but they did not play a good game, man. Rangers are not playing good hockey lately. They're up and down. Uh, it's been two games now with 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 uh, Patrick Kane. I haven't seen much out of him. We're going to see what happens going forward. But right now, ugly. Very ugly. Yeah. Ten straight wins. Yeah, okay. Knicks got their eighth in a row. You see that shot by Randall at the end? <laughs> James goes, lucky shot. Hey, it may have been lucky, but goddamn, it was damn good. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. He had 25 and a half, 43 for the goddamn game. Second eight-game win streak for the Knicks in a season. And that's the first time they've had two eight-game winning streaks since the 72-73 season when they won the Natty, I'm sorry, when the NBA championship. They blew a 17-point lead. And now they're one back game back of, the, of fourth in the East of the Cavs, 122-120, 38-27. Randall, 43 points, nine rebounds, three assists, 16-25, eight of 13 from three. Brunson at 25. Quickly, who was playing phenomenal, 21. Barrett at 17. Butler at 33 points to lead the Heat. And in the last five games, Randall is averaging 32 points, 54% from the field, seven rebounds, four assists. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's playing great. Hey, listen, that's what they need. And they're a game and a half back from the fourth seed right now. And I love this one. This was from Nick's Muse, I saw. Their only, only teams better than them are the Cavs, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, the Sixers. Uh, they're 38 and 27. So yes, they are playing get better better basketball than Knicks. But they're 38 and 27. So let's take it down a notch. Great. Yeah, they've won eight in a row. And uh, whatever Ethan says to me, because it's Stephen A. Smith are here. Yeah, we're here, whatever, are here, we're here, whatever. Dude, you know what though? James brought up a good point. It is a successful season for the Knicks if they win a playoff series. They got to win a playoff series. They have to win a playoff series. They win a playoff series, then we're talking. But until they win a playoff series, it's all bullshit in my opinion. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So Sunday they play at the Celtics, who they just beat at home. And Celtics 45-19, and it's a road game. They have won eight straight, and we'll see what they have. Because the Celtics were up on the, they were up 54-20, wait, right? Up 28 on the, on the Nets. 51-23, early in the second. Got outscored 92-54 the rest of the way. Thank you, Clutch Points, for that one. How about that? They're up 28, and they blew it. And this was a team, the Nets, on February 1st, with Kyrie Irving, lost 139-96. Back when they were 31-20, and 20, now they're 35-28. and 28. They are 4-8 and eight since then, which is not good. But the 30, they got the win, and... Uh, McCall Bridges got 38 in the win. Ben Simmons is dealing with back soreness as he rehabs knee. No discussions of shutting him down. What, what's going on here, dude? All I hear, he misses a whole season. He comes back and he's never healthy. Never healthy. And all I keep hearing, the knee, all this stuff. 
does the dude want to play basketball? I mean, I know guys are hurt and everything, but you know, you, you were all for your, what were you doing during that time you were dealing with depression? Obviously you weren't working out because I, I feel like, you know, that time away, clear your head and what clears your head is exercising. That's what I do. I suffer from depression. And when I suffer from depression, I go and I work out and I work out a lot. And all I'm hearing, all he is, is not playing. All he is, the knee, the back, this shit, back surgery last year. Dude, get better. You're paying, getting paid a shitload of money and I'm tired of excuses. Yeah, I'm not in a good mood tonight. I'm not in a good mood at all. I'm tired of hearing excuses. I'm injured, this, that, my knee, all this shit. I can't play. Bullshit. Yeah, so, hey. So Sunday, tomorrow, the Nets host the 20 and 45 Hornets. Hey, you came back, but I mean, it was probably, you know, you can't blow a lead like that. They did blow a lead like that. It happens. You move on. You go from there. Yeah, I was watching MJ last night, uh, watching his Hornets. His Hornets suck. Come on. They're, they're, they're terrible. And you know what? I mean, you know, LaMelo's out for the year. I don't know what's going on with the Hornets, but they're, they're going downhill. DeJounte Murray against the Blazers, he had 41 points, which is a career high for the Hawks on Friday night. They won 129-111 over the Blazers. Lillard had 33. I saw the Suns beat the Bulls. So the Suns have been playing with, 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 uh, Kate, with KD. KD now, I just saw KD passed. Got to get this right. KD passed. He passed on the scoring list. Oscar Robinson for 13th. He has now, he moved to 13th place. He trails Hakeem Elijah, Hakeem the Dream for 12th, who has, bah, bah, bah. oh, he's over 200 points behind him. And they're 35 and 29. They're fourth in the West, the Suns. He had 20 points in the game. Nine rebounds, six assists. But this is the thing. Shane Young posted this. With the new starting unit, Phoenix has scored 93 points under 69 possession, an offensive rating of 134.8, which is awesome. They're shooting. They have posted a 74.3 true shooting mark, which means that team is clicking. It's clicking. And, you know, you knew that was going to happen. You knew with KD that things were going to be pretty damn good. But, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. I mean, hey, DeMar DeRozan at his 17, 30-point game. But the Bulls are 20, and they're playing like shit. Clippers are on a five-game losing streak. They lost by a point last night to the Kings. Yeah, and and uh, what did I see? That Kawhi was out with a with injury prevention management. I'm sorry, injury management. Yeah, how about this? Jonathan Isaac, out for season, had season-ending surgery on an adductor muscle muscle muscle. I said muscle. Just eleven games after returning from a torn ACL. Yeah, and Damian Lillard in February, one hundred five. Of 109 free throws he made, that's a hell of a month. And you know, you know, I was talking to I was talking to James about you know that he feels that sometimes Jokic misses a shot that he should make, gets a rebound, and gets. So they're talking about the stat padding. The guy yesterday, 18 points, 18 rebounds, 10 assists. They beat the Grizz by by 16, 25th of the season. They're 25 and 0. I think that's 28 in a row. Grizz are 13 and 24. Denver's 45 and 17. But as James and I were talking about, I'm not sold that the Nuggets are gonna carried over to the postseason whereas i you know i could celtics are a good team but i wouldn't say the same about the nuggets i just don't think the nuggets can go think about it you have to win three rounds and you have to go three rounds of playoffs just to get to the finals and i don't know if they have that depth and everything to keep it going i just don't know i think the west are going to beat the shit out of each other i think the east are going to beat the shit out of each other so i'm not sold that the nuggets even as a number one seed will go all the way to the finals i just don't think they're strong enough i i, I just don't believe it 
Yeah, so the Clippers have lost five in a row. Sacramento's 37 and 25. Fox at 33. Sabonis is a, is a, fills up the stat sheet. 23 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Westbrook, hey, he hadn't been shooting well. 27 points, 10 assists, 12 for 16, 1 for 2 from 3. Georgia, 28. Uh, we'll see what happens. Bog, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Boyan Bogdanovich, I'm sorry, Boyan Bogdanovich, expected to decline his $18 million play option. Come on, the money thrown around, of course he's going to opt out. Averaging 15 a game, 3 rebounds, 3 assists this year for the Hawks. He'll test free agency. We'll see how that works out. Luca pushed for a Kyrie trade. He was frustrated with the team's performance and wanted front front office to bring in a second all-star. They did. I don't think they can do anything in the playoffs. I was talking to, you know, I was talking to Jay. We were talking all basketball, and I was like, I just don't think, I, I still think, you know, let them score 80, and the rest of the team has to score, and they'll give up. They, they don't play great defense, and they're going to get... They're gonna have to score uh, 130 a game just to do anything in the playoffs, and that's gonna that's and and Kyrie is, doesn't stay healthy. He hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. He's gonna get dinged up in the playoffs. It's gonna be the same thing as last year. They'll be they'll make the NBA Western Finals, and the depth will be an issue. And you can let don't just score all the points he wants, and it's not gonna matter. And boom, they're gone in five games. But Grizz, Brandon Clark, torn Achilles, done for the year, injured against Denver last night. Ten rebounds, five assists, and a steal. So. Uh, uh, five rebounds and assist, so he's done for the year. Yeah, and yeah, just a. It was a sh- listen. It was a shitty day today. Yesterday, UNC could have beat Duke for the third time in the season. They lost forty four forty. Was tied for the lowest scoring ACC tournament game in women's in the women's ACC tournament with with uh, Miami Vatek in two thousand thirteen. So they lost. They had a chance. They didn't. Michigan lost. For the third time this season to the dump, first time ever that's happened that Ohio State beat Michigan three times in women's basketball in a season. And Michigan has never, ever, ever beaten, beaten Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. So they lost 81-79. They had a shot at the end. Did not happen. Did not happen. And they're done. And Indiana got upset today by by Ohio State women. They were up, actually, my... Uh, Michigan's cousin Sam, Sam, Sammy, I call him Sam, Sam Block, he posted they were down 46-22 with 56 seconds left in the second quarter, outscored, outscored Indiana, the number two team in the country, only his two losses in the season, 57-29 the rest of the way when they won 79-79. They'll play Iowa, number seven Iowa beat number five Maryland, 89-84, and Caitlin Clark had 22 points, five rebounds, nine assists, and Caitlin Clark said the reason I came to Iowa is because people love sports. This is like pro sports to our state. They support women's basketball here. So she went against against Diamond Miller, and they said both these women, Caitlin Clark and Diamond Miller, are going to get paid to play. I mean, Caitlin Clark is must-see basketball. So you got the, the Ohio State women playing in the Big Ten Championship game against Iowa and Indiana, which had gone, been a great first time they'd ever been ranked this high, the women. They're not, they didn't even make the... Big Ten final. So congrats to Ohio State women. They beat Michigan three times in the same year. UNC women lost to, after beating Duke, swept the regular season, whereas UNC men, hey, listen, let's hope they meet again and UNC wins in the ACC tournament and, you know, they, they play their way into the tournament, which could happen, which could happen. But they got to look deep inside themselves and say, guys, and, 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 and Duke is some big, big men, some very big men on, on Duke. And that's the thing. I mean, Filipowski, who I don't, I wasn't in love with his inside game, but he's so goddamn big that they were just getting rebounds. They were just moving around, whatever. They, you know, the, UNC does not have height on this team. They're not a big team. They're not a big team at all. And really, they play Baycott, Davis. It's really, yeah, it's Baycott, Davis, Nance, uh, Love, 
and and black. <coughs> That's the team. That's the team we play. I said we. I don't like saying that, but I said it. And how about Texas? Ronnie Terry as the interim coach for Texas, 16 and 7. They blew out number three Kansas, and Kansas had a seven-game win streak that ended, 75-59. They clinched number two seed in the Big 12 tournament. And uh, they're 23-8, and 12-8-6 in the Big 10. Kansas falls to 25-6, and 13-5 in the, I'm sorry, Big 12. <coughs> and uh, seven-game win streak. Yeah, they blew them out at home. I was telling, I was telling how, hook them horns. I was like, damn, big win, big win. Technical difficulties for JD right now, but we're back. We're back, and we're back stronger than ever. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put though. Don't want to put that right there. We got to put it out of the way. And yeah, so I watched. I watched some of that game. I was watching a lot of different stuff today. We watched the Ranger game, which put me to sleep. Then Michigan had on Colorado Dallas. I'm like, I can't. I watched the combine. I, it's just watching guys run and throw the football. I mean, it's kind of you know they see they say CJ Stroud threw his 30, 60 yard pass, and Anthony Richardson ran the. Ran the what the ran the third fastest. I saw the second fastest time for a, for a quarterback four four point four, where Vic ran a four point three three. But you know, okay, I understand. I, I love watching him throw a ball, but there's no pass rush. They hike a ball and they're throwing a guy running down the field. So I'm supposed to see about their arm strength. But in a game, someone's going to be running down trying to knock their head off. So I feel like okay, great. I can see the arm strength. Yes. Zach Wilson showed his arm strength, so much so that the Jets picked him number two. And in the end, what did that gain them? Jack shit. So I take that with a grain of salt. I'm like, great, he can chuck a ball. But what about when someone's coming down and trying to rip his head off? Then talk to me. Three unranked teams, college basketball. Iowa State beat number seven, Baylor. West Virginia beat number 11, Kansas State. And Oklahoma beat number two, 22 TCU. That's, you know what this shows? That the Big 12 is just beating the living shit out of each other. And I'm wondering, wondering how well they're going to do in the tournament because they've been beating the shit out of each other all season that no one's really dominating the conference because all, every, it seems like every other game, someone's beating someone up. Texas A&M won their fifth straight over Bama, 67-61 at the Reed Coliseum where this season they were 9-0, and Reed Arena, I'm sorry, Reed Arena, 9-0, and 15-1, 9-0 in the SEC, 15-1 overall, and Brandon Millen, every time he touched the ball, they boot him. You know, that's what the allegedly gave a gun to a friend. Well, he said he did. That led to a murder uh, down in Bama. And every time he went to take a free throw, they said guilty and lock him up, which is always classy. You know, it's always classy. And they also set set a record, a program record, 15 wins in the SEC, conference wins most ever in school history. So Bama's still a number one seed. They clinch a number one seed. And Texas A&M is going to make their first tournament since 2018. So congrats to the Aggies. And Seton Hall blew out number 20, Providence. But they're 17 and 14. They're not going anywhere. And Providence is going to go to the 21 and 10. They're going to the tournament. DJ Turner, two-year starter at Michigan, 4-2-6-40. Fourth fastest since 2003. For, for, fourth fastest ever. 4-2-6. John Ross ran a 4-2-2 in two, 2017. He is on the practice squad right now for Kansas City. He was the number one pick in the 2017 draft. I'm sorry, the number one pick of the Bengals, number nine, 2017. In his career, 62 catches, 957 yards, 11 touchdowns, and he's now in the practice squad of Kansas City, and he was out of the league for a couple of years. This is John Ross, so he kept getting injured. He never really panned out. So that's what I take with the arm strength, the speed and everything. That's great and everything. Fantastic. The combine. But I want to look at their tape. 
I want to see what they do on the tape. That's the thing that means something to me. I, I think you have to go what they played. I agree. You see them in a pair of tights and everything, and they say, oh, they destroyed. Hey, that, the, the Eagles had that guy. I've talked about him before, the combine guy. Who, um, Malou, uh, the guy for the Eagles. The Eagles combine combine uh, hero, uh, combine winner. Uh, what was his name? Matt Mamula. Was that his name? Matt Mamula. Matt Mamula. That's why I always get his name. Yeah, Matt Mamula. That was the guy. No, that isn't him. That is not him. Eagle. Uh, Eagle player who destroyed the combine, who won the combine. And I was trying to I was trying to remember his name and I couldn't who won the combine. Yeah, I love it. You see? Combine. Yeah. It's, it's not here. I gotta look him up. Yeah. So it's only give me this year. Of course it does. So it was Matt Mamula. Matt Mamula. I know it was Matt Mike Mamula. Mike Mike Mamula. Mike Mamula. Yeah, Mike. Mamula, that was his day, Mike Mamula. And that was back in the 95 draft that from BC. He blew it out. And you know what? He didn't have a bad NFL career. I mean, you know, looking back, he had eight sacks in a season. He wasn't terrible, but that's the thing. You know, they go by this. And, you know, I mean, yeah, he had 31 and a half sacks in five years and he was out of the league. He was a former, he was the, what did he go to? He was the seventh overall pick in the 95 draft. So that's why you take it, I take it with a grain of salt. I really do. So, and, and like Bryce Young, okay. So he's 5'10 and an eighth, which is the smallest, shortest. He will be the shortest first round draft pick of his quarterback since Kyler Murray a few years ago. Also, he's 204 pounds, which is tied for the lightest with Johnny Manziel back in t- 2014. But can he play? Has he won at college? Has he pretty much done everything except win the Heisman? Wait, did Bryce Young, Bryce Young win the Heisman last year? No. Jesus, man. No, Bryce Young. Didn't he? Bryce Young. I mean, he's done everything. I, I Okay, so he's not tall enough, you know? But, and they worry about his height, that he said he was six foot, he's not six foot. Yes, he won it last year. That's what I kept, you know, I'm like, I was like blanking. I was like, wait a minute, he definitely won last year. And, you know, they're going off on his height, his weight, all this crap. And I'm like, dude, can the guy play? The guy can play. And we'll see. Yes, there are big guys out there. These guys running at top speeds and everything. Anthony Richardson, 6'4", 244. When Derrick Henry was going into the draft, he was 6'3", 247. He also set a combine record for a quarterback, 40.5 vertical. 40.5, ran a 4'4", 40. Vic (coughs) Vic ran a 4.33, and RG3 ran a 4.41. Yeah, these guys are athletic freaks. And Pats plan to release quarterback Brian Hoyer at starter free agency and then resign him sometime down the season because they need him as a backup. Like, that's news. Robbie Gold, Robbie Gold, 40 years young, six years with the Niners. He went 27 to 32, 50 of 51 extra points last year. So San Francisco think he'll go younger and cheaper, but he was a so- he was solid and he was great in the postseason too. Great in the postseason. So they're going to need a new kicker. Head and Hooker says he's on track to be ready for the NFL season. They talked about uh, Keishon uh, Butte, 
for LSU, where he had a kind of a lackluster end of the season, didn't really put up great numbers today at the combine. Four five and a four six seven running, twenty nine inch vertical, nine ten broad jump. Not like nothing really. Blown. Jordan Addison ran a four four nine. Can they get open? To me, can they get the catch? I mean, he, Addison said he'd love to go play with his former quarterback from uh, for, with Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh. We'll see if that happens. Carson Wentz wants to keep playing, open to various roles that can help a team win. Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah said CJ Stroud from the dump, having one of the best throwing sessions he's seen at the combine. Great. What what does that mean? The great. Yes, he can make every throw. I know he can. And we'll see, you know, under pressure. Can he do that in the games or whatever? Yes, nobody is around him. He better make those throws at this time. He has to. There is no one coming near him. He, 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 he taps the ball. A guy runs. He has to throw it to a guy. Nobody's in his face. Nothing. He's got to make those throws. That's what he's getting paid for. That's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not impressed by that. But something interesting, teams that traded into the top five drafts since 2011 – so 2012, RG3, second, they traded up to second pick Washington. Injuries ruined his career, but he had, a, he had a hell of a first season. They made the playoffs and everything. 2016, Carson went second. Hey, they, he was playing MVP level the year they won the Super Bowl. He was. Then tar- 2016, Jared Goff, they traded up to first the Rams. They went, went to Super Bowl. They didn't play well. And he's playing all right. He, you know, he's doing well. He had a very good season for the Lions this year. Then you got Mitch Trubisky, 2017. Yeah, they traded up to second the the Bears, shit show. Then you got Sam Darnold, 2018, the Jets, shit show, third. And then 2020, Trey Lance, third. And he's been injured. And he missed basically all last season. So we'll see how that works out. But very interesting. Be careful what you wish for. Trade up, it doesn't always work out. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah, Garrett Cole said his first normal spring training with the club. Kirby Smart, defense program, culture after... Crash, you know, speeding guys and racing, very bad. No, you shouldn't speed and you shouldn't be racing. The racing stuff, especially. But nothing good happens at two, after 2.30 in the morning. Nothing. Nothing at all. So, and C.J. Stroud also said he was considered returning to the dump because he went 0-2 against Michigan, didn't win a natty, two goals for him, didn't win the Heisman. He said because of those losses to Michigan, felt he could have won back-to-back Heismans. Should have, could have. Would have. So you know what you use it as now? You use it as fuel and motivation to take it to the next level. That's what you do. That's what you do. You do it because what's the point? What's, you know, I mean, okay, you say all the stuff I would have came back. You know, I didn't, I, 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 if I had, I should have won. I could have won. I should have, could have, would have. Why are you saying this shit now? And that you wanted to come back because you lost twice, but you didn't. Because, you know, one injury away takes all that money away. And I know it's NIL money, but we're talking serious, serious money, NFL money, especially that contract. You saw the money the quarterbacks are making. Daniel Jones, the reason is agents at CAA were not, believed that he was being a little unrealistic. Now he wants $45 million a season. Are you fucking kidding me? $45 million a season? You're worth $45 million a season because everybody else is getting it? Well, you won one playoff game and all of a sudden you have your first good season with the Giants and you're worth $45 million a year? Are you fucking out of your mind? So it goes to athletes first who's getting all these big contracts and that's what the going rate is. He's not worth that money. He's not worth $45 million a year. The, even even, even the, 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 the franchise tag is $32.4 million because that's what quarterbacks get. That is redonkulous, but it's what they pay, man. It's, what's get, it's what they're putting out there now. So we're going to see what happens, man, going forward. But C.J. Stroud, shut the fuck up. 
I'm tired of hearing, oh, uh, you know, should've, I could have won two husbands. And I thought about coming, but you didn't come back. So, you know, you say it after the fact and everything, and it didn't happen. You lost twice. You know, you lost two years in a row. And after beating oh, the dump, after the dump beat in Michigan all those years, you've lost two years in a row. Ryan Day and everybody, you know, Sammy had put up that, you know, if Marvin Harrison hadn't got that hit, they would have beaten Georgia. Would they? I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I mean, uh, it's everybody cries over spilt milk after shit that happened. Oh, if, if coulda, woulda, shoulda. It didn't happen, though. It didn't. You didn't win. You didn't. Georgia won. Georgia won the championship. You know, you could go back and cry over spilt milk. But the toothpaste out of the tube, you lost the games, move on, and now take it to the NFL. Strat, you know what? Hey, you want to be the best quarterback. Everybody wants to be the best quarterback. Everybody comes in. Rosen says he's gonna, said he was going to be the best. Josh Rosen, the best quarterback, all these teams that passed on him. The only guy who really, you know, said, you know, you, you made a Tom Brady go to Robert Kraft. He goes, the best move you made was drafting me. He believed, and he took it. And Brady's Brady had the biggest career of anybody, you know. Look, and LeBron. Look at LeBron, man. Goes to the NBA. Everybody, all this pressure on him. All this, the next, and he just, eh, I'm gonna. I became the league's leading scorer all time. So C.J. Stroud, it didn't happen in college. You get a clean slate now. It's all over. Nobody gives a shit. Now you're in the NFL. You're in the big boys. You're wearing big boy pants. Let's see what you're going to do there, okay? Good luck. And Miocic wants to fight the winner of the Jones game fight at UFC 285 winner in, on international fight in, in, during International Fight Week, which I didn't know. I didn't even know what the hell that was in July. And how about yesterday? Women's Lacks, Jenny Levy, 400th career win. They beat... BC, who they won, they, they beat last year for their third national championship, 16-5. They're up 11-2 at the half, which was the most points that BC had given up in a game this season. She is second among active coaches. Jenny Levy is 400 wins, 118 losses, and a 772 win percentage. And she also won a national championship at UVA in 91, 28th year at UNC. National Lacrosse Hall of Fame, October 2021. They play Saturday. They host number 10 UVA. At Dorrance. Yeah, all they were up eleven two and a half, BC's largest deficit of the year, and they blew him out. And Caroline Godine got her first hat trick. So I was like, all right, hey, they blew him out. Men lost today to Denver 9-8 at Dorrance. So I saw that. So hey, listen, great weekend. UN, uh, UNC women's lacks win. Men's and women's basketball lose. And we got I have nothing to say because Duke beat us twice, and I'm just pissed off. And I saw this too yesterday. So Red Sox go with a two-man outfield versus Joey Gallo, playing third outfielder in short right field where a shifted second baseman might have been previously. Thank you, Aaron Gleeman. So they'll try to do the shift. We'll see how that goes you know, going forward. Mets and Nats scored 17 runs on Friday, two hours and 24 minutes. I'm telling you, fast. Thank you, Jen, uh, uh, G-E-N-Y. I guess you call it Jen, G-E-N-Y Mets report. Devils lost to Vegas last night, 4-3 in a shootout. Stony Brook, women's lacks. Joe uh, Spalina, 250 career wins, holds the highest winning percentage out of all active head coaches in NCAA women's in, in, in women's lacrosse. One of 13 active coaches to reach 250 career wins. They're 4-0. Friday, they won at number 17 Stanford, 14-11. March 10th, they play at number 5 Northwestern. They're 4-0. Of course, I try to find his career record and even his... Even the Stony Brook women's lacrosse uh, page doesn't have any of this crap up. And I went all over to try to find it. Also, I tried to find out who has scored the most points in a single game in the UNC-Duke rivalry. 
and Paul Hambakitis, who works on Get Up with uh, with uh, Greeny on ESPN, he didn't have it, so he told me to go to the media guide. The media guide's 170 pages, and I so I reached out to Bubba Cunningham, the sports information director at UNC. He probably won't get back to me, but I'm trying to get the answer because I'm just curious. I said, I'm all of a sudden I got very curious about this, and even even Michigan looked it up. Ben, who went to the game tonight, or I want to talk to you about this whole season. He, he he couldn't find it, so I was like, and then I couldn't find this. So I, I I would love to get in touch with the team, and I'd love to talk to them. I'd love to get Spleena on, on a future podcast. We'll see if that happens. I'm just putting it all out there. Cubs Friday had a spring training no-hitter. Thank you, uh, Sarah Langs over San Diego. Seven Cubs no-hitter. That was the first since March 24, 2017. Eight Angels did it versus Seattle. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And Police Squad premiered March 4th, 1982, which wasn't a very good show. I mean, it was, it was, it was ahead of its time. Now, did you see Jake Gyllenhaal? So they shot part of the Roadhouse remake. So he's playing Landon as a UFC fighter. And the other guy he's fighting is a former champion who's, who Conor McGregor plays his... I get, I mean, he's involved with the other guy, the general. So general's 42 years old, looks ripped. Someone said, oh, I want to know what he's taking. But he, as Harris said, I agree. He just is really cut and 42 years young. But why, why remake this movie? And why remake it in that respect? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I, I just was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So... That was that. Oh. Oh, it was raining outside. Yes. My lady. So, yeah. I, I'm not crazy. I know she's not crazy about them bringing her out. You know, I don't even know if Michigan saw Roadhouse. Did she ever see Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze? Well, we, we talked about this. She hasn't seen Departed. She has not seen any of The Godfathers. She has not. I don't, has she seen Scarface with Al Pacino? No. Yes. Some? Some of it. Okay, some of it. So she hasn't really seen a lot of this stuff. Oh, and she's got to, we got to check. Michigan was playing hockey, right? Are they playing right now? Michigan hockey is playing. They won yesterday against Wisconsin 6-5 in overtime, but they were playing today. And I wanted to see if they, it's, they're, they won? So they, they're, go, they're on to the semifinals. Is that right? No. They won... They won 7-4, so that means they're going to advances to the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament. No, Big Ten tournament? Yes, yes, it's the Big Ten tournament still. So so we're going to try to stay up and watch some of the fights. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of – do I have a lot of material today? I don't think I have as much as I thought I did. Yeah, the Nets yeah, – oh, well, McCall Bridges said something. He scored 30 points in three games with the Nets after doing it twice in Phoenix his entire career. He said, I think when I got traded, it was kind of at the right time because when everyone was out in Phoenix, I had to take up another role offensively and be more aggressive. By the time I got traded, I was just in this great rhythm and I was confident it was just great timing. Thank you, Eric Slater, for that one. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, he says he's elite. He's the best player on the floor when he's at his best. When they talk about Kobe and you hear stories about how MJ operated, it falls right in line with how Kawhi operates. The thing about Kawhi is he's hurt all the time and it's injury management and I love him. But the last couple of years, he is not that. So I don't think I would compare him to Kobe and MJ because he just doesn't play enough and he's injured all the time. But when he does play, he's freaking awesome. 
but I'm not going to compare him to the two of them. He's won a lot of championships. What, he's won three? So, you know, he's, he's a hell of a player, but he's not healthy enough. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the UNC. I love that Ozzie Fudd played today. She missed 14 games with the right knee injury. She played today. She had 10 points, two rebounds, four assists. They beat Georgetown 69-39. UConn's 27-5, 18-2. So they're moving on in the Big East tournament. And listen to this. This is from Jay Cutta. With LaRusso, Tony Russo retired now. No current MLB manager was alive the last time Cleveland won a World Series. They won, Cleveland last won in 48 over the Boston Braves, 4-2. And Luke Hughes will join the Devils after the NCAA hockey season. Number four, four pick in 2021, sophomore, nine goals, 27 assists, 32 games this year. He is going to, that's a great pickup. And that means Michigan's going to be furious because she's going to have to watch her Rangers play against the Devils. And I'll tell you, you don't want to get her angry when you watch. She is, she screams at the TV. It's, you know, it's kind of interesting to have, to be in a relationship with someone who's so into sports and so into hockey. I mean, she's really a rabid fan. It's, it's, it's very impressive. So I think it's going to be interesting when he, when he gets there. Hughes is only 19 years old. He won the co-Big Ten Freshman of the Year last year. You know, I was going to talk about the Jets. I don't, you know what? I'm going to save this for another day because, you know, it, it's, it's th- oh, this is great. So listen about the prime time. So prime time, the talk of, at the combine was that Sanders wouldn't run the 40 at all. So he gets the line, runs his first 40, and everyone has him at 4-3. We figured he's done. He gets up and runs another one, and he runs even faster, said Dave will get him and then a scout for the Bills. Some people had him at 4-2-5, officially 4-2-7. And the funniest damn thing about it was he finishes the 40, continues to run, waves everybody, goes right through the tunnel, and we don't see him again. We all go up and give him a standing ovation because so many of those guys wouldn't run. Crazy. Isn't that funny? So, you know, to talk about the Giants, to talk about the $45 million, well, Saquon, if he gets the tag, it's $10.1 million. And he turned down 12.5, which they said affected when, he, when, his, when, he, when the multi-year deal he rejected, he went into a little bit of a slump, a mid-season slump. So that's what they said there. They also said Julian Love is third in the pecking order of the Giants free agents, but he had a strong first season as a full-time starter, was a good presence in the locker room, said he was seeking a contract more than $10 million per year, but that there is a plethora of the, the safeties free agent class is deep. An executive from another team says his value at 5 to $7 million annually, and they said that might be the best for the 24-year-old. They think he has more value to them than on the open market. I think he would have to be careful because he could go to the market and be like, it's kind of lonely out here. So we'll see. Andrew Thomas, they're going to pick up his fifth-year option this offseason. That's what Shane said, the GM. Yeah, come on. They, they got to keep him. And they said that this year's draft class is weak at defensive tackle and inside linebacker. He wants to upgrade the defensive tackle depth. And um, so that's what they're going to have to do. And Kenny Galladay will officially be released when the new year starts March 15th, but he'll still do $4.5 million roster bonus that became guaranteed when he was in the roster on the third day of the league year in 2022. Now, the $4.5 is subject to an offset, meaning that the Giants could get a credit for any earnings Galladay receives from another team up to $4.5 million. But the 29-year-old can just bank it without playing, and no team's going to, right now, is going to sign him up for that money. So he's supposed to get $2.25 million on April 19th and $2.25 million on July 26th. Yeah, we'll see all that. But they said also that the inside linebacker is, a, is going to be a surplus of options, so that's something that should help them going forward. And, you know, they talk about the speed of everybody. Well, Anthony Richardson reached a top speed of 23.44 on, the, on his unofficial 
for 40 yard dash today. And Michigan sent me this one. Washington Spirit has signed 15-year-old midfielder Chloe Ricketts to a three-year contract with an option for 2026. She's a high school sophomore. Youngest contracted NWSL player ever, passing Portland Thorns FC's Olivia Moultrie. She'll join the NWSL through the league's new under-18 entry mechanism. She's 15 years, 283 days. Surpasses Moultrie was 15 years, 286 days back on June 30th, 2021. She joined the Spirit for a preseason training camp in January after being invited as part of a group of non-roster players traveling with the team to Florida as well as training in Lees- Leesburg, Virginia. She impressed in training with her competitive drive and ability to compete with players at the professional level. I'm blown away by this. She'll, she'll continue her education virtually throughout the season. She'll occupy a full roster spot where reside with a parent or legal guardian until she turns 18, may not be traded away before 18th, she competed for AFC Ann Arbor in 2022 after becoming the youngest player in the youth club's history at 14. She, she played in 2007. She played in, in 2020. She played with the 2007 boys Ann Arbor Tigers that won the Michigan State Cup and the National League Great Lakes Conference, as well as the 2006 girls team that advanced to the elite club's National League finals. It's unbelievable at that age. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I, I can't wait to do my part in contributing to the club's success. Now let's go win another championship. And Jamie Ortega last night I was at the game today was awarded the, was, was, was honored for winning the 2022 Honda Award for Lacrosse, given to the best of the best in collegiate athletics. And I talked about Jordan Stoltz, 18-year-old who honed his skating on the Wisconsin Pond, won the 1,000 meters in one minute, seven seconds, seven point. One minute, seven seconds, point eleven one hundredths of a second in the Netherlands. He won by 67 hundredths over Olympic champion Thomas Kroll of the Netherlands. It marked the third largest margin of victory in the event since the World Single Distance Championships began in 96. That was today. Yesterday, he became the youngest gold medalist in World Single Distances Championships when he won the 500 meters in 34.10 seconds. Crazy. He won by a whopping 36 hundredths of a second over Canadian Laurent Dubriel, the previous world champion. It's the largest margin of, in men's 500-meter history at Worlds if you divide margins in half from championships when the 500 was two races. Oh, so back then it was divided. So it's just one race now. But the guy's already won two golds, and he's going to compete on Sunday in the... What is he? Yeah, he's competing on Sunday. Uh, the 1,500-meter on Sunday. It's going to be live on Peacock. So... We'll see what happens on that front. So I'm seeing, did I miss anything else? No, UNC lost. Bucks are beating the Sixers 59-53. They're on a 15-game winning streak. Wow. So the Tennessee took down, is the, did Tennessee took down LSU? Holy shit. LSU never loses. So LSU is going to play South. Tennessee is going to play South Carolina in the in the SEC women's final. Yes. Tennessee won 69-67. Wow, that's upset. LSU number four, 28 and two. Tennessee's 23 and 10. And Reese had 22 points, 11 rebounds. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough for Miss Reese. That sucks. Angel Reese is not happy. All right. Let's get to some trivia questions. Last show's trivia question was, 
In 2002, Memphis guard Kalara McFadden recorded the first ever known triple-double in NCAA, hist- NCAA, WNBA, and NBA history without ever doing what? She didn't take a single shot. She got 10 rebounds, 12 assists, and 10 steals. Okay, Robbie, Robbie Gold, 40 years young. Today's trivia question. What playoff record does he hold? So he, I talked about his regular season. What playoff record does Robbie Gold hold? I'm sending my love to Michigan, my angel, my love, my hoochie-coochie, my smoochie-woochie. My parents, Mrs. S, thank you, Teddy, for contacting, contacting me at the end of the game. It destroys me. Ben, we need to talk about the game. Both Bens. That was not good. Ben, I, I'm sorry you had to be there. I mean, I'm glad you were there, but that was tough. And um, John Morant, get your shit together, dude. No need for the shit. No need. I don't care if you're going, you can hang out at strip clubs, do whatever you want, but there's no need to bring a gun in. You know, just dumb, dumb. All right, I'm done. Peace out, everybody.